It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theater, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who's getting pumped up to take the highway to the danger zone as he is just a couple of sleeps away from watching the film he's been waiting for for years. Top Gun Maverick. Are you excited, Merman? I feel the need, the need for speed. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. I think we have to have a new nickname for Merman. Just while Top Gun's playing. I think we have to call him something like Flight Boy or something. Oh, there was a guy on the, on the first one called Hollywood. I kind of like that one. Yeah, but you can't use someone else's name. You have to have an original merman name. Like, what's wrong with merman? What's wrong with Flat Flight Boy? <laughs> the Navigator? What about The Navigator? Okay, The Navigator. It's done. Just till Top Gun's in cinemas. All right, well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a terrible movie rental and dare us to see it. And you know what? We'll probably do it for the most part. Uh, You know what? Why don't we just get to some raging? But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. What's one thing that I like most about being a man? What's that? When we get together... The three of us, we're men. Mm. Which is what we happened to see in theaters this week. We did. It's the only thing in theaters. We well, no, that's not true. saw men. We didn't see Downton Abbey because it's a TV show. Because that's women. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we what? like women, but we don't like TV shows about TV shows. Yeah. They may become movies. So, men. Men is the latest offering from Alex Garland, who also directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. He specializes in presenting thought-provoking cinema and has done it again with this latest offering. Men, not unlike his previous films, wallows in dread in combination with some stunning visuals. 
Jessie Buckley once again shows that as a lead actress, she can carry a film, which is especially impressive in this case, as the weight she has to bear in this story is more than your average fare. As Harper, she conveys the uneasiness and eventually the terror that surrounds, as she seems to be wrestling with her own sanity. She is always brilliant. Rory Kinnear also stars and is also brilliant. What? Basically every male character that Harper encounters, with each of them becoming more and more unsettling. Every scene between Harper and whoever Kinnear is playing ranges from uneasy to unsettling to downright frightening to absolute terror. This is a film that doesn't pander to anyone. Its motives are open to interpretation, but will definitely get you talking. It is an uneasy and often horrifying experience. What I mean to say is it is Mondo. Oh, snappy, snappy. Somehow, that didn't surprise me. Hmm. Not very often is there a film which can be represented by a sound or a phrase, we have had, I'll be back, or say hello to my little friend. And we recently got the low dulcet tone from Memoria, or as Bryce would say, what is it? What's the sound from Memoria? Wasn't this like bonk? <laughs> yeah, it was a thud. Right? It was Wasn't a it thud. bonk? It was a thud. It's kind of, yeah. It was kind of bonk. No, no. There you go. <laughs> He'll get it. Boom. No, there you go. It's some Or we also got it from Dune. As Bryce might also say. For three freaking hours. Nice. And now we have. Ha. 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 This film is like a visual an oral symphony brought to screen with minimalistic starts in sparing and intentional placements along with wide and swooping shots of beauty and serenity. And then it builds to a crescendo of visceral body horror not seen on film for quite some time. The sound and music at the beginning when we start starts to build the concerto. It's sparse and succinct but done perfectly as is in every scene ha ha as usual our lead jesse buckley is captivating and brilliant in this modern horror masterpiece as well as rory kinnear as brightest had already mentioned who happens to play as bryce has already mentioned every male character or the men quote yes. unquote in this film this film is so much more than the sum of its parts and will have you thinking long and hard for years and years to come in addition this may be the only film that did not did not annoy me with memory flashbacks although there is quite a few i did not know where this film was going but as the symphony played on Till its steaming and revealing end, I was on the edge of my seat in wonder and awe. Alex Garland, our director, is the future of film, and I want to live now forever, until I die in Thailand, to see every single thing that he delivers. And delivers he does with the exercising of our lead's demons through the rebirth and owning her future from the past guilt she tries to evolve from. For the most part, 
This is plays a bit like a three-act play with a prologue and epilogue, but the scenery and cinematography helps to forget this at times and delivers us from the primary scene, which is Harper and her rental property or VRBO, rental castle, as I like to say. I suggest that you all remember two things about this film. The sound of ha! Mm. And that man is Mondo. Nice. And I got some unpacking to do because there was a bit of traveling in this movie. But first, what the merman think? You know how good that Kinnear guy is? Yes. He's so good. You didn't even know it was him who played the black guy she was married to. Oh, he played it. He didn't play him. <laughs> you said he was every man in the movie. Every every man. See, you missed out who that guy, whoever he uh, was. Well, I know who he is, but he I was know. a very small there part. There were two other guys Just in the saying. movie. but Yeah. And had, I actually didn't know it was the same guy playing all those characters. Oh, didn't you? That's how good he was. Different that's people. how good he was. Yeah. He and was they were awesome. all equally creepy. Yes, they were. Yes, they had their own succinct <clears throat> style of creepiness. So when you rent a nice cottage for a quiet vacation, they never tell you in the ad that it's in the village of a bunch of creepy dudes who follow you home and stand naked in your garden. That's not really in the brochure. No. Although, um, if it was, I'd go there. This is an, yet another case of me enjoying the first two-thirds of a movie before it gets weird. Oh, God, so I weird. don't like weird. I love weird. Weird's in awesome. fact, the big moment of this film has a scene in which can only be described as grotesque. Mm. Seeing this up on the big screen was not something I expected or wanted to see in extreme. Are you talking up. about the guy's wiener? Because they showed no, that a lot. I'm talking well, oh, that the was other all, stuff. That was just disturbing. But the other stuff. The okay. other stuff, which they had to repeat three times because they couldn't yes. just do it once. They had to get everybody to give birth. Apparently. I was all in. Me too. Now, it was actually, for the most part, a beautifully shot and acted film. Yes. I love the magnificent, the, the, the awesome uh, English countryside. It kind of reminded me of my English relatives in Yorkshire, where nice. I visited. Uh, Jesse Buckley was great, as always, and the creepy dudes were creepy. <laughs> Looking past the striking visuals, haunting soundtrack, and great performance from Jesse Buckley, this film took too long to develop. The horror didn't really kick in until the last half hour of the what? movie. Based on the uncomfortable weirdness of the ending, I wanted to give this a rage. What? But Buckley is too damn good in it, so it's a man. All right. <clears throat> wow. I don't like weird. How did you not? Okay, so didn't you, didn't you find the, like, is the suspense build was I also I hated the way it ended. Good. I hated the ending. I know you didn't completely. like the ending. That was... That made it the icing on the cake yeah, that no. was the suspense. No, I, I was okay when it was just her, her being like stalked and tormented by you know evil men. But then it got freaking weird on me. And I just, yeah, that's, they it lost me. It got delicious. They, they lost me. Um, so how about every, how it was so specific. Every single creep level of every man. Oh yeah, there was just the a men. step up, a step up, yeah. a step up. <laughs> well, and, like, and then the one person that's the least creepy, but he's just awkwardly creepy. Yeah. Who's the innkeeper, for lack of a better word, is is like the most creepy at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. This I I kind of want to watch this like oh, ten times just to make sure I don't miss so, a single second so of. So good. Huh. Huh. So so good, and that's all we watched. That's all we watched in cinemas. Yeah, we didn't get around to that down thing. But 
I'm sure no. it was good for I'm those sure who, it, who enjoy it. Who enjoy it. There is an audience for there it. There is an audience. Otherwise it's they just wouldn't not make us. It. It's not film rage, Definitely though. Definitely not us. There's the ambulance taking it away. Taking <laughs> me away. <laughs> All right. Well, there's some other stuff that I saw. Sweet. Let's start off with a doozy. It's called The Comeback Trail. 2020. I've seen it. It was on Amazon. So have I. It is. Have you? Not okay. Good. Yeah. Well, um, got some good actors in it. It does. It have a lot of good actors in it. Uh, two movie producers who owe money to the mob set up their aging movie star for an insurance scan to try and save themselves. Basically, they're trying to kill him on the set. <laughs> they wind it's up getting setup. more than they ever imagined. Starring Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. This was basically an old man Liam Neeson movie without Liam Neeson. <clears throat> what? Except it was a comedy. You two probably hated it. It's yeah, true. Um, I hated it. Tommy Lee Jones is the world's oldest cowboy. De Niro plays a sleazy movie producer who tries to kill him for the insurance money. And Freeman plays the badass gangster of this piece. Nice. As predicted, things go badly for De Niro. I have to admit, I did enjoy watching him get blown up. Scored by a bull and kicked by a horse. Nice. Unfortunately, the last were few and far between. So as much as I wanted to like this movie, it was pretty much a rage. Oh, oh. Murray joins the party. Rage. Okay, so here's a, here's a question for you, Murr, about the movie. Yeah. Did you have to put the subtitles on whenever Tommy Lee Jones spoke? Because no. I have yet to see a movie no. with him in lately that I don't need I the subtitles. I just watched Space Cowboys, and I understand him perfectly. Okay. He talks a little fast sometimes, but that's kind of his style. So, I think he talks like he's mumbling all the time. Oh, whatever. I don't know what we're saying all the time. He's, old. he's from Texas, sir. I understand South. Texans. That's Do his you? thing. I've I seen, know, yeehaw. I've seen a lot of his movies, and I understand him in all of them. Oh, I need the anyway. subtitles. The next one up is I just actually watched today uh, is The Captive. Oh. It turns out there's a Ryan Reynolds movie I haven't seen. Oh, what? yeah, The Captive. Directed by Adam Agoyan. Mm-hmm. Starring a whole bunch of Canadian actors. Yeah. And Rosario Dawson. And Rosario, da- Rosario, Rosario Dawson, Dawson yeah. yeah. This was the Ryan Reynolds you guys like. There was no wisecracking or funny Reynolds at all. Nope. Mm-hmm. Just a basically a you know very angst-ridden father who uh, is... Daughter gets abducted and he's trying to find her. So basically, you watch two Liam Neeson movies. A young Liam Neeson and an old man Liam Neeson movie minus Liam Neeson. Sure, whatever. But yeah, he was in complete rage the whole whole film. I'm not sure how I feel about this film. Uh, Movies about abducted and tortured kids is just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durand is still all kinds of creepy. But I feel the story took way too long to develop. And it basically resolved itself. uh, No thanks to the police in this movie. Uh, I'm not going as amazing director. This one's a man. Agreed. I also agree. What What is happening right now? We all gave the other movie a rage, and we also gave this a man. Yes. To, to quote my favorite Ariel movie. Yes. There was no joy this week for me. Oh, right. I, like I, there won't be for me next week. I have no idea what we're talking about right He's now. talking about Top Gun Maverick, the original. Oh. Not the extra crispy version we're going to get to see No next joy week. means that you can't engage the enemy. But no joy for me was literally no joy in watching these movies. But also, it's a Maverick reference. It is. Bryce. 
Uh, you've lost me. <laughs> Technically, his trainer said it, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay. Like his physical trainer? No, his <laughs> flight trainer guy. Oh. Commanding officer. I don't remember the scene where he was like working well, out. Well, then maybe you should watch it again. I've been playing vol- sweaty sh- volleyball. I think, I think you I should, think watch, you should it watch it again. I think you should watch it again one. before we see my yeah, I No, I'm not, I'm not watching. <laughs> no. No. I've, I've already been dared to watch it, and I did. <laughs> it's and it ain't happening again. <laughs> You're going to get to watch something twice as bad next week. Uh, yeah, you will. I doubt it. Just you wait and see. I doubt it. Alrighty. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. I want to say it's been two years is my guess that this rage has been building. And perhaps I should save this for next week, but I can't believe the only movie we're going to watch next week is Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I'm going to be watching something else. Are we? Okay, good. Well, I am. I don't know if you are. Well, we're going to be watching a bunch I of am, stuff. I am so going to Bob's Burgers. Okay, well, we, we'll talk nuts. about we'll talk about that later. But the one movie that is a real movie, not a cartoon movie, it's, it's, is Top Gun Maverick. And that's a, my... not a kitty cartoon. They kept promising us... That this movie would be pushed back and pushed back, hoping that it would be pushed back forever, and it didn't. It got pushed back to to, to tomorrow. That we, this is now. I was just open. hoping they were just going to give up and just release it on on demand, and or like on Disney Plus or, or something, or on or or on Tubi. But you know what? If you're going to see Top Gun Maverick, you kind of have to see it in IMAX. <laughs> or what's that other one that that it? You know, it wraps its arms around you and it shakes your ass and sucks your dick all at the same time while you're watching the movie. What's that? D box or D box? No, it was box or it was. There's, it's, there's, it's like a, the next level of D box where you get the wind and everything. Yeah, yeah. it spits it's at like you. Four D or something. Yeah, I want. I want to see. I want to feel. The, the one, rage. the one that I almost got a dislocated neck from. Yes, from watching that's, Ghostbusters. That's after what life. I want. I want to feel the rage when I see that movie. I don't just want to experience the rage. I want to feel the rage. I kind of hope we just watch it on the smallest screen possible, and <laughs> hopefully they won't play it too loud. You can always. Should we watch a piloted? You version? can always pirate. I just I can, said piloted I'm, I'm version. Hoping, I'm hoping I can uh, find a stars and stroller screening where they turn the the volume down so they don't disturb <laughs> the sleeping babies. That would be nice. See if we can find it playing Tuesday morning at nine o'clock in the morning. There we go. That's my rage this week. All right. Then. Oh, and Putin, of course, but. Top Gun Maverick coming out this weekend. That's my rage. Mm, that's a good rage. <laughs> I 100% support that rage. <laughs> All right. My rage this week is that people still do not Get the Rage or Dare segment. Do not submit a suggestion to this segment unless the film you're submitting is so god-awful that you would not wish the experience of watching it on your worst enemy. It has to be bad to the point that no one watching it could be having a good time. 
It has to be painful to watch. No joy should occur at any point of witnessing the film. The film that we watched for this week's Rager Dare did not fit any of the criteria and should not have been part of the segment. I am begging our listeners to scour the archives for the worst of the worst. Films that are so bad, they're not even worth making fun of. I do not want any so bad they are entertaining films. Not that this was the case in this week's episode, as the film we watched was beyond brilliant. So there it is. Please only submit unwatchable, complete garbage to the Rage or Dare segment. Thank you very much. I think our listeners, though, this is just my curiosity, because no one's told me specifically. But I think they're, they really love us this much that they don't want us to rage over the movies they send us sometimes. They say, these people do enough raging in this world. I really want to know what they think of this movie, which I think happens to be for this one. I hear what you're saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will continue to give this unimpressed look. Oh, I love that look. That's, you know what? Of all your looks that you have, and you have many, that is probably my third favorite. So beautiful. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, pick pick total crap to give us for Rager Dare. That's my well, rage. Yes. I come to the aid of our listeners for a minute. Oh, what? The movie you're talking about, I do think it's a piece of crap. What? So He walked it, out of it. It, it, it. Yeah, yeah, I did. If, if, if I were a listener, I probably would have dared you to see this as well. What? So there you go. Just because you two loved it doesn't mean the whole world does. Hey, wait, I haven't said so if I loved it or not there. yet. Just saying. So don't you be smirching our listeners. Our beautiful listeners all the way Just from Australia. Just because they like the movie that you love doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. From doing under. So there. Uh, this was, yeah, okay. Just probably, saying. They're probably petting koalas. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Wheel of Horror, the podcast where three childhood best friends discuss all of your favorite horror movies and all the newest films that are streaming or in theaters. Every Monday on Wheel of Horror, Eric and Alec will discuss all horror films from all of cinema. And every Friday on Fresh Film Fridays, Alec and Justin will discuss the newest films that are streaming or in theaters. You can find our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and our website, wheelofhorrorpodcast.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Horror Wheel. Again, that's new episodes every Monday and Friday. He sure talks fast. He does. Probably because I played it at one and a half speed. By Did you? You gotta yes. slow it down next time? Gotta slow it down. <laughs> I love those guys, by the way. They're super, super fun. And their podcast is awesome. Mm. So, we had what I like to call the walking off. The walking off. Another walking off. But we have to have a little bit of a discussion. Because last week, we talked about a five-minute mark. Oh, he was in for five minutes. No, he was in for four minutes. And, hold on, I timed it. Are you serious? I really did. I really did. I really did. But this is what my argument is, that we get to keep it. It's because you got to, he had enough space. He was in four minutes and 56 minutes. Four, four minutes and 56 seconds. And he was, but he was he the was, main he, focus yes, of he those was, four minutes. Yes, so yes. I think he five minutes as he's then maybe, yes. He's not just in the background. That's right. Like so five, five minutes is a guide. Yeah. And we can make a decision based on once we've seen the movie, whether or not we felt they had enough. Because if it was four minutes and 56 seconds and he really only had maybe one minute of actually getting to see how mesmerizing he is. He was very good. He was very, very good. 
I'm kind of upset Murray didn't get a chance to see this one. But I think it's I think it might be unanimous again. I have a really sad this may be the saddest day in film rage history. It's it, I think it might be. Because <laughs> I Unfortunately Steve Buscemi got went up against Christopher Walken. And I vote Walken. I actually wrote vote Walken too. So yeah, yeah so things too. things to do in Denver when you're dead. Just walk kill in, Steve Buscemi. Walken outshined Buscemi. I'm sorry to say, Buscemi, because you are mesmerizing, but, but you you're know, no longer on the mesmerizing list. Here's my argument that, you know what? He's not always mesmerizing. All right. Because we have seen him. I personally, when we had to watch Fargo, I didn't think he was that mesmerizing. I like Fargo. I, I, Fargo's That's one not, of my favorite movies of all time. That has to do with what he's talking about right now. No. He's talking about I'm talking specific... About character and yeah. whether he was mesmerized yeah, in he, that character. Him up against him up against uh what's his face? Yeah, yeah. The guy who doesn't talk? Yeah. Yeah, him. He got he, totally Peter, what's his every name? Starmare? scene he got destroyed in in that movie. Yeah, I will give you he that. did. He so, was very good. He was great. But he was destroyed Peter, in that he, movie. Peter Stormont, sorry. He Peter didn't really, Stormare, he didn't really yeah. have any scenes with uh with Francis McDormand though. I know. What does that have to do with the president? Well, just saying. China? I mean, she was the most mesmerizing one in the movie. Well, that was why we yeah. didn't, we couldn't the use scenes he was we in. Couldn't he was get mesmerizing. A, we couldn't get anybody off. No, we mesmerizing means he's more mesmerizing than Peter Stormare. Stormare, and he wasn't. I, I he was he not. Was. Oh no! No, he wasn't. No, no, he was not. No. He put those two up. It would have been like if it was just those two in the movie. Yeah. Buscemi would have been out Storm, yeah. when we did Fargo. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will agree with that. So, I'm sad to say. Buscemi, you gone. You gone. All right. Murray's got another tasty Next treat victim. for us, though. Are it's a we juicy ta- one. We're not talking Paul Walker yet? Well, or? we'll talk Paul Walker. Right, let's find out who we're, let's find out what the Murr's got cooking. Gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. I found a juicy one with another one of our mesmerized. Excess baggage. Excess baggage. 1997. It's not Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Oh, no. Christopher Walken and Benicio Del Toro are both in it. Oh, uh, you think that? No. Yes. I don't want to watch an Alicia Silverstone. I'm Those sorry, two Bryce. Are in it. This as is soon what... as he said the name of the movie, I'm like, he's not talking somehow, about Alicia Silverstone. Oh, somehow I know what this Lord. movie is. What's that? You don't know what this movie is? No, no, I, I oh, know yeah. this movie. I'm like, I'm saying I'm you at the moment as you're going, thinking inside your head. I know what this movie is. Why do we have to watch this? Because you know what? It's a mesmerized Murray dog. does his job. He he puts in his eight minutes a week. Eight minutes a week. And we get the joy that right. we get from the Murr. Oh, man. Okay, so next week we're going to be watching... Excessive baggage. Excessive? Excess. Excess baggage. Already I'm excited about this. No, you're not. I am too. I might actually try to find it. (laughs) Sweet. We might have to have a party, Mer. Sure. Once you're done with the film festival. All right. Yeah. All right. So what else? Paul Walker debate rages on. Did you see ours? Yes. Did you see ours? I watched it last night before bed, and somehow I didn't fall asleep. So, what? Yeah. So I wanted to. So my thoughts on this is I just put a quick snapshot. Okay. Um, movie about flashback montages every 15 minutes. Mm. And incredibly unbelievable and boring, plus mm. a stupid fake baby, plus Paul Walker 
talking to a baby for one hour and five, five minutes or one hour and 50 minutes. It was, it was long. It felt long. It felt like it should have been a short. All right. And it was a rage. It was awful. So I've got, I got 12 words for you. Oh, 12? Yeah. Wooden performance from Pretty Boy Paul Walker. Yes. Plus plastic baby mm. equals rage. <laughs> nice. Is that a haiku? Yeah. I, I don't know haikus, but no, if one of our not. listeners is listening, tell us no, if that was a haiku. It's, it's something. It's, it's pure poetry. Anyway. It is pure poetry, though. So apparently, for whatever reason, why Paul Walker was not on Doubt the doubted list. Now. He is now. Rest He's also on the repulsive list, unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Are we going to John Singleton or no? Uh, nah. nah, we'll let John Singleton stew in his own juices. We'll maybe each look and see a, a movie we haven't seen of his lately. All right, then. But he'll be brought up. He'll all be right. brought up, all right. I'll be brought so before, we, yeah. yeah, before we go into our last segment, oh. we have to talk a little bit about what we're doing this weekend. Second oh, yeah. annual Calgary Black Film Festival. So we got 47 films from 14 countries. Uh, this year it's a hybrid festival, so very exciting. They're going to be in theaters for the first time. Uh, starts tomorrow, May 26th. Might be today, because usually uh, I get these episodes on pretty late. <laughs> but uh, Thursday, May 26th through Sunday, May 29th. Uh, really exciting this year, because it's available online, all of the films throughout Canada. Uh, the short films are actually available worldwide. Worldwide? So everybody can what? partake. Um, it's going to open with their opening gala that, uh, Thursday night, May 26th, at the Globe Cinema uh, with a movie by the name of The White Line. Uh, it's going to close out the festivities on Sunday with a movie called Murder in Paris. Ugh, which I've been wanting to and see. And there's going to be a whole lot of goodness in, in between. If you are in Calgary, it's going to be at the Globe Cinema. Uh, Contemporary Calgary is going to have a showing. Uh, Calgary Memorial Park Library has some stuff going on. Calgary Central Library. Yeah. It's everywhere. So if you're in Calgary, check it out. Uh, you can get tickets at calgaryblackfilm.com. They got uh, passes. They got single tickets. Whatever you're into, you can uh, you can find a whole lot of entertainment coming this weekend. This content looks so good. Yeah. Like, you look at this, they've got a really good mix of documentary and narratives. It's, uh, I'm uh, super pumped. Plus, I, I didn't expect it was going to be, like, international like it is. Like, 14 countries we're getting films from. So yeah. So, I'm, I'm super stoked for this. Yeah, I kind of wish we had more time this weekend. Yeah. But we're going to get to see a lot of in-cinema yeah. stuff. So, yeah, we're gonna stay get... tuned for next week. We're going to have a special, special Calgary but yeah, I hope to see everybody there because it is going to be good. Epic. Epic. Last week on Rage Day, the boys were dared to see one of their favorite horror comedy films, The Greasy Strangler, by the fantastic, gruesome, twosome movie reviewsome all the way from Down Under. This week, Jim and Bryce will have to unfortunately go back to the trough of Murray's curdled milk bucket, which they missed enjoying last week. Now, will we get to hear the answer to the Bee Gees question, how deep is your love? Or will Bryce Saturday Night Fever himself into a rage for being dared to see such a phantasmagorical film like The Greasy Strangler? 
Casey. That's pure love, gold there. I love you, Casey. That's so, pure gold right there. I, I already got the rage bit out of the way, so uh, let's go on and just uh, Bring let's the talk juice. about the Greasy Strangler. Yes. The Greasy Strangler is a triumph in filmmaking. It is a type of film that gets you excited about cinema. It is a film that after you see it, you tell everyone you know that you have to see this film. How you can have a better time at the movies, I do not know. It is a fever dream of a film that transports you to another world that sort of seems like the world around you, but it's a little bit different. The use of color, music, and the cinematography are top notch. The acting is perfect for the world that they inhabit. It has one of the most mesmerizing performances you will ever witness from Mr. Michael St. Michaels as Big Ronnie. There is so much laughter, so much drama, so many unsettling visuals, and so much hootie tootie disco cutie. This is unlike anything you will ever see. It is a category of film unto itself. This on no level should have been qualified to be on the Rager Dave segment. This is a one-of-a-kind gem. This is Mondo. You know, this this is gonna be like monumentally. The only film I think we may ever get to have to watch. Well, since I get to watch, because this would be something we would normally just watch on, you know, yes. pick a day of the week. But the fact that <laughs> we got dared to see possibly one of our favorite movies. Yeah. This is not, uh, I, I'm, I'm sad and yet I'm so happy. I'm happy I watched it again. Cause yes. I, I'm sit- and I would have, you know, I've, I, there, there are some stuff like I forgot what a fantastic ending this movie oh, has. Yeah. I, I did not remember that. And like, I remembered most of this film. Like I was sitting there, you know, talking along with it, with all the, just the great lines that oh. it has. I mean, it's just, it's just one after the other. Like there is not a wasted piece of film in this movie. No, not one, not one wasted second. scene, one. not one wasted breath. No, it is perfect. This is a perfect film. This may be the best movie ever and then made. And the ending comes. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot how awesome this is. The most unpredictable ending yes. of any film that you'll ever, ever made. see. Yeah. Oh, M. Night so Shyamalan's good. got nothing. And no, I mean nothing, nothing on, on this. So All right, good. well, let me talk so about yeah, what sorry, I thought I about just it. No, no, you're just, there's just so much gush. It's oozing out his pores right now. It's he so kinda, good. He, he's, he actually smells greasy right now. Oh, so actually, greasy. I'm just going to touch your skin. Oh, I'm greasy. Oh, it's so greasy. So, not since this is. this. Ugh. Not since the pursuit of happiness has there been as powerful a moving father-son movie as we get with the Greasy Strangler. From the matching pink short sets to always wearing underwear, the nonstop bullshit artistry to the fatherly love, this film is truly a fatherly, sonly love story. Every single line of dialogue in this movie makes me smile, but mostly laugh. Laugh myself into a greasy frenzy of hilarity. The masterminds behind this project really understand exactly what I like to see in a comedy horror film. Yes. You can also see, in my opinion, the heavy influences of John Waters sprinkled through this masterpiece of modern cinema. If John Waters did not exist, this film could never have been made. From the sex scenes to the murders in the greasiness to absolute grossity of pretty much everything in this film. I just kept asking myself, am I doing it right, Janet? Am I doing it right, Janet? 
Am I doing it right, Janet? <laughs> so Am good. I doing it right, Janet? That's such a good scene. Am I doing it right, Janet? <laughs> just keeps on saying it. I also need to know where to get a frontless pink jumpsuit for my naked discoing dancing. Yes. I just need it. Like, it's like what I want to do this whole summer. I want that outfit, and then I want to stand out in front of Murray's and Bryce's windows like that famous movie with my ghetto blaster, mm. and I want to disco dance in my pink jumpsuit. Yes. Bryce, yep. this film has inspired me, and I think it's time that I tell you how I really feel about you. Right. Firstly, you must know you are a cat shit artist, or perhaps you're a horse shit artist. But also, as you've already mentioned, you're a hootie tootie disco cutie. Thank you. This film finally gave me the words to truly express my feelings for you. This movie movie is basically perfect. But the only complaint I might have is there doesn't seem to be enough huge man meat on screen all the time. I mean, there's lots. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of huge greasy penis on screen. But maybe just not enough. But I guess I would, it's enough. I would usually disagree with you, but in this movie, maybe it needed a little more. <laughs> I think maybe it just had enough to still keep it 100% Mondo. Oh, so good. This Mary, is, you this should have stuck this out so to the end happy. of the movie. I, I couldn't even stay for half of it. It, it is just, brilliant. It repulsed me so much I had to the leave. The opening scene, oh. I just, I'm just like, oh. with the, with the yeah. oh my God, it was it's, so good. It's uh, like, it's perfect. Like, there's no scene where you're like, oh, they could have cut. They didn't even cut they anything. Cut, there's nothing. There's, there is, this is a lean, mean movie. It's just, and it's just, it's rapid fire. Like, nothing, <laughs> it doesn't miss. I. It's like, it, 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 it took like two minutes to watch. It's, it's it like, felt like I should have kept watching it all it's night like, long. Oh, so good. It's so well acted. Okay, so pick, pick a scene that... Is like your favorite scene of the movie. Can I, you find one? Just pick one. I don't think I can. I think I think my favorite. Ugh, there's so many. There's so but many. But the one that I think was probably the most, I want to see devilishly funny ones. Okay. Was when he finally made him the perfect meal. Because <laughs> it was just greasy. Just, just greasy. the right amount of grease. It's so good. It was so greasy. <laughs> so greasy. Honestly. There's just everything flowed into one another so seamlessly. It was just, it's like one big Mondo scene to me. I just, everything was so fluid, so well cut. It was just, it was perfect. Like so perfect. Yep. I want to I could see why Elijah Wood was like the the executive producer on this. Because he, yeah, how could you not want to get involved with this? We all know my pure passion for Elijah Wood. I mean, he must. Have I just always got, have wood for Elijah Wood. He got, you know, oh, oh I, I'm almost You're speechless. Almost, you are I pretty just, much speechless. I love this movie. You're still greasy. Love this movie. It's so good. Well, our friends from the gruesome twosome movie review, some we love you at the same time. Is Bryce is very angry with you? Yes. Pick a worse movie. Thank you. I just had to get that out. All right, now Murray's been. Graciously holding his succulent, juicy, curdled bag of 
milky goodness. My little vegan friend is going to eat this ice cream bucket of so rage. So this is for both of us? This is for both yes. of us. We're, we're on a trip, buddy. We're All doing right. both of us. What are we watching? A movie called Tenure? Tenure. Tenure. I have I no even, idea what this is. I don't know what this is either. We will. Tenure. It's from 2008. Oh, it stars Luke Wilson. It does. Wow, how could it be bad? He's adorable. It couldn't be. It's got to be perfect. Oh, I remember this. Do you? I do. Hmm. Wow. It's, uh, it's... Gretchen uh, Mole, Luke Wilson. Yeah. David Kirch, Kirchner. Hmm. I, uh, don't remember if I liked it or not. But I remember I've seen it. But we know Murray paid $2 for it. I so did. That's usually a bad sign. <laughs> Always. Because <laughs> uh, if someone's paying $2 for it... Well, there's one. They couldn't even find a anybody to uh, have a quote on the um, on the box. There's not one person that's nope, quoted on the box. There's nobody that's saying this is the funniest movie of the season. This no, is the movie to watch. Yeah, exactly. There is nobody gave nothing. it two nobody, and a half stars. No, there's nothing. Probably because no one gave it as high as two and a half stars. Maybe. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it though. Luke Wilson. I love Luke David Wilson. Kushner. Should be uh, should be something. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, we have a really short episode this week. We should talk for another hour or two about no, Paul Walker. That's all right. Pretty boy, Paul Walker. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to Extend Film Rage family, who you can find them on our show notes. Thanks to Casey from The Nerdy Photographer for the sweet, sweet voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please like, subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. No matter what you do, dare us to see a real terrible movie to fuel our rage, not The Greasy Strangler Part 2 when it comes out. Please just make us rage. Please, 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 please. Please, please, please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. Oh, and uh, calgaryblackfilm.com. Check it out.